Welcome back to Disney Dependent, and I'm Sarah Sneezy Chilcott. And I'm Jax Teller. I knew you were going to do that, and I almost did it too. Dive into this world. James knows every word. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the words to like Nirvana songs I grew up listening to. I don't either. Nothing. Earlier today, you thought that the lyrics to. you thought, oh, for Mariah Carey fantasy, he thought it was, he goes, sweet, sweet medicine, baby. <laughs> sweet, sweet medicine, baby. <laughs> I heard one of my coworkers singing some song that plays like in our Muzak at the restaurant. Yeah. It was something about, I'm going to marry my lover, but uh-huh. she very confidently saying, I'm going to marry my brother. <gasps> And I just looked at her like, Ew. does she mean to say it that way? Does she think those are the words? And I didn't talk about it. I'm just like, okay, just let it be. I'm moving on. Well, shit. Yeah. So that's how they are in their family. <laughs> I'm going to marry my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's everyone doing? We're all suffering from allergies, right? For real. Dude, it's bloomed out here in Oregon. Yeah, mine always kick in right around mid-June. Yep. And go until just about the 4th of July. Yes. And Me too. I got tested a few years ago for allergies, and they told me, you're not allergic to anything except for grass. And yeah, I was like, okay, well, it. that checks out. Cause Itchy eyes. Holy runny nose. crap. Do you feel like you want to scratch your ears off? Oh, so much. Yeah. I want to rip my eyeballs out. Dude, it was so bad yesterday. Yeah. You saw me. I looked insane. My <laughs> eyes were so red. I went to jujitsu after that. I diseased. threw my contacts on the floor last night because oh, I didn't God. want. See, I was I don't know like, how you oh, guys do that. Well, I didn't realize it was allergies. I was like, they have to just be. They're bad. They're old. I just swiped them out of my eyes and threw them on the floor unceremoniously. And yeah. then I put contacts in this morning. And by about noon, I was like, oh my God, I can hardly see. They're so, so itchy and just kind of cloudy. And well, do you get it every year? Every single year. Because I haven't for a few years. Mm. More, probably more than that, like five years. It's, it's definitely very gotten mild. less. Yeah. I never had allergies till I was 19. And then boom. Mm, see, I, it was like the other way around. I had it really bad junior high, high school, early 20s, and then it kind of went away. Yeah. And now it's back. And now I take Zyrtec every single day. Okay, see, I need to start taking something. Are you seriously not taking anything? No. <laughs> That's funny. I know, in our family, too. It's really funny. Well, I just didn't really need it. I really yeah. didn't the past couple seasons. She's glaring at me like, you kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't believe in medicine, guys. Okay? Shut up. Get out. Sweet, sweet medicine, medicine baby. <laughs> he's like, wait, what are the real lyrics? And I told him, he's like, oh. oh. That, that does make more sense. I just start singing, and I just hope for the best. I just, you know make sounds yeah josh does that too but he makes up words that aren't words to fill in the ones he doesn't yeah. know like non-words yeah just blavin Blav. is, that's a word that can be anything yeah. two syllables don't know what it is blavin nice mm-hmm. well it is nice it has been for a couple days now and it means a lot to me now that i've gotten into motorcycling i check the weather app like a lunatic <laughs> Like a lunatic. And he threw his neck out, puzzling. 
puzzling. So did I. <laughs> and then I made it worse. I wish I could say I hurt my neck on the Harley. Like, that's cool. No. Nope. Right? That's like tough guy shit. <laughs> you just went into a Harley with a puzzle neck. <laughs> <laughs> went into it with a puzzle neck. <laughs> I'm puzzling solo these days because yeah, James just can't keep up. I just can't keep up, man. See, I just push through. I mean, I'm not saying no, it's like, a good I idea. No, like, I won't be able to move. It's I, bad. I get it. I found a little spot on my couch that yeah. I can like lay against and it hits my neck in the right spot. Yeah, I know what you're and saying. And it will fix me for roughly an hour. Yeah. So let me just tell you. So you can take whatever you can get. I I can fix my neck, puzzle for an hour. Now, does anything help other than that? <laughs> no. Medicine not really. baby, nothing? No medicine baby. <laughs> okay. Because nothing helps me either. The hot Stretching. tub feels nice, but I can't really submerge my neck without dying. You mean the hot tub? The apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. You have access to that. Yeah. Are you hitting that now? Oh, I'm hitting that. <laughs> cool. Medicine baby. Oh, I'd hit that medicine baby too. <laughs> I hear something off in the distance. Oh. Ah! This just in, it's 76 and sunny at not Disneyland. And it's 79 degrees and sunny at Disneyland. Woohoo! Ah, screw you in, huh? This week's episode is coming out the same week that the new movie Lightyear, Disney Pixar movie Lightyear, is Can't coming wait. out. Ooh. So we're going to talk about that. But first, James has a poem that he has written specifically for Sarah that he's going to read aloud. Oh, to I'm us. doing this now. Yes. Oh, oh I didn't know you uh, right, wanted me to right do this now. Right off the top, I'm already nervous. <sighs> oh my god. Okay. He spent a lot of time working on this. Yeah. 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 Um. No, I mean, I didn't write it. You adapted it. I adapted it, and just let me know if you recognize this one. Okay. 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 Here we go. Oh, 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 yeah. (laughs) You have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. Then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they're gone so fast. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) So hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, tell me who will still care. Can you tell me who will still care? Oh, care? Mbop. Boo, do, boo, dop. Boo, do, bop. Ba, do, ba, dop. Boo, do, bop. Ba, do, ba, dop. Ba, do, yeah. Mbop boo doo boo dop. Ba doo bop. Ba doo bop. Ba doo bop. Ba doo bop. Ba doo yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In an mbop, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Verse two. Verse two. Now, I want you to focus, guys. Okay. This is serious. Be serious. Plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any one of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows. It's a secret no one knows. Oh, no one knows. Umbop. No. Boo doo boo bop. 
just get to the next verse. (laughs) There's so much left. Okay, I'll do this last. uh, Can you tell me? Oh, no, you can't because you don't know. No. (laughs) Can you tell me? Oh, you say you can, but you don't know. Can you tell me? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Which flower's going to grow? No, you can't because you don't know. Can you tell me? Oh. (laughs) If it's going to be a daisy or a rose, you can say you can, but you don't know. Can you tell me? Oh. (laughs) Which flower is going to grow? No, you can't because you don't know. You can't. This is real. You can say you can, but you don't know. Oh, yeah. You say you can, but you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Oh. Mbop, boo doo bop, ba doo bop, ba doo ba dop, ba doo bop, ba doo ba dop, ba doo yeah, mbop, ba doo ba dop, ba doo bop, ba doo bop, ba doo bop, ba doo bop, ba doo care. Care. Oh my god, that was incredible. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> Those are the worst lyrics ever. How insane is that? It's so bad. I mean, it sounds like like a four year old wrote that. Bop, boo doo, doo, bop, do, bop, do, bop, do, bop, care. You say you care, but you say you do, but you don't know. But you don't you know. Don't know. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is the third time I've heard that yeah. the lyrics read in the last 24 hours, and every time I have tears in my eyes. You're talking it's about so that bad. song, and she's like, you got to read those lyrics. So I did, and she's like, you have to read those on the podcast <laughs> and tell Sarah it's just a poem. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Here's uh, to you, Hanson. I thought that was going to be some sort of, like, variation on how you used to serenade me through the bathroom door <laughs> every time i went into the bathroom well, in a way grab a guitar yeah and just serenade me outside the door oh sarah mm-hmm. i love you sarah <laughs> and now as an adult i look back at that and think god that was so awesome like you i would be so laughing mad, so hard now when i was 16 you wanted to kill i me. wanted to kill you I wanted to break down the door I and rip you get your head off. So mad. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was trying to pee. You're like, shut up. And you're like right there <laughs> with a friend. <laughs> it was like a duet. I remember one time you and Dylan uh. <laughs> right outside the door, just. Uh. Well, you know they're they're classic hits. Yeah. Yeah. Someone should have recorded them, just like Mbop. <laughs> Man, what a hit that was! Huh? What a yes. hit. Have you seen pictures of those little turds? Yeah. Dude, hey, they were so young. We went on a Hanson deep dive after doing this, clearly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Would yeah, you believe did. that they have 15 children between the three of them? No. Yes. One of them has seven children. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like seven, five. five seven, and three. three. The oldest one has three. I mean, he needs to get his act together. Seriously. They're like He's not pulling his weight. I don't know what they are, but there's something there. Something. What did you just or... say? Quiverful? Yeah. yeah. It's like a, just, just you just get pregnant over and over and over and over. 
It's like a quiver full. Yeah, no, I, keeping, I get the keeping your quiver full of arrows. I get it. Not weird. I just have never heard that. I've heard the term from from Ash. I like it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fundamental Christian. Yeah, like following the Bible way too seriously, kind of thing. Okay. Wild. Interesting. Yeah, the the youngest one, the drummer. I think he's the one that has seven kids. Wow. And he's younger than us. Ugh. Dang. That's a lot of ninos. Hey, one you know my... what? The, the world needs more, Hanson. That's what we all say. Well, I was going to say, one of my business partners and co-owners of Stateside, he still books Hanson. And every year, they have a Hanson festival in... Um, Why? Where is it? It's like the Cayman <laughs> Islands or something like that. Yeah. Some island area. And uh, there's some pretty hilarious stories. <laughs> like, like house moms and... Getting busy with house moms. Oh. And getting little, little Cougar Island. Cougar Island. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah, man. The Hanson crowd, dude. <laughs> that sweet, sweet Hanson money. Uh, <laughs> him the second house. Well, there you back go. To, back to the topic at hand. Yeah, what is the topic at hand, Ash? First of all, can I just say that this movie that's coming out, I did not know yeah. was yeah. going Sarah, to be coming out. What is out? wrong with you? I didn't know that that's what you said. So yeah. here, let me lay the scene. We go to see <laughs> Top Gun together. It's Ash, Sarah, and then me moving moving right. Because, yes, I was sitting between the married <laughs> yeah. couple because Ash wanted nothing to do with James <laughs> I was so during that movie. Man, how is that not the pick, the next four picks in a row? I feel like I already told this on the air, but I'm just going to say it again. Yeah. There was one moment where James had both hands up in the air and he was like saying something about the afterburners mm-hmm. and i looked at ash and i said are you sure you don't want to switch spots with me and she goes i want to switch sides of the theater <laughs> yeah yeah it it's an intense movie for me it was really funny it meant a lot it was me. an important day for james yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a coming of age story <laughs> but while we were seeing it there was an ad for Lightyear. yeah and, and sarah like, was this dumbfounded rad. like what is this yeah yeah. And James and I died inside. We were like, how do you not know? This looks so good. Because I haven't seen a movie yeah. in so long that I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't go to movies. movies you wouldn't yeah. see the trailer. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, it, looks, it looks friggin' cool. It does. And on June 17th, we get to see Toy Story's Buzz Lightyear and his prequel origin story, Lightyear. Lightyear is a celebration of movies and sci-fi epics in general, but it's also inspired by the dark side of nostalgia mm-hmm. and the dangers of living in the past. Buzz is voiced by America's ass himself, Chris Evans. This is where Sarah goes, <laughs> oh, who's right. Chris Evans? <laughs> and Deanna dies inside. Okay, listen. I know I'm supposed to know who Chris Evans is. Captain America. I totally knew that. <laughs> yep. Are you saying you forgot again? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even after I said America's ass. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. There's a lot of asses. Yeah, there's a lot of asses out <laughs> also, there. Also, at first, I thought you were saying like he was a jerk. No, so I don't now, I think he's a yeah. jerk. Okay. No, like in a cute way. Yeah. His yeah. cute little He's got America's juicy, tush. tasty little tush. Yeah. <laughs> well, the film took five and a half years to make, first of all. Okay. Wow. Lightyear was inspired by the look of a 1970s film using lenses and lighting techniques to give it more of a cinematic feel with rugged military aerospace design combined with the 1980s consumer electronics aesthetic. Now, again, you said prequel. The toy that we all know, Buzz Lightyear, this is what he's based off? Yes. Like there's a guy 
and then there's a toy based off guy. Yeah. And then we see that is like Inception. <laughs> James's mind is just blown. <laughs> and we see the movie about a toy that comes to life when humans aren't around. Uh huh. Based on a human. Wow. I wonder Whoa. if he turns into a toy. <gasps> it, dude, he turns into a toy? No. Wow. Maybe so, this kid, this guy, as a kid, turn- had a Woody doll. And it was oh. based on, and then we can just keep going back. Or this kid <laughs> had a Woody like a boner. Okay, so <laughs> space as a setting is a big thing for this movie. Clearly, <laughs> right past it. And filming a movie set in space came with its own set of challenges. How do you show speed in what's essentially a giant void? But it's a animated movie, yes. Sure. Okay. But still, how do you animate yeah. speed in a void? Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. How do you show relative scale or relative distance? How does space look and feel in Lightyear as opposed to other films or in actual reality? And so on and so on. Yes. The answer was to work as a team, needing to bring all departments together from art, sets, characters, layout, editorial, animation, shading, simulation, blah, blah, blah. Did you say this is a Disney movie exclusive or is it a... Uh... Disney Pixar. It is. Okay. Got it. Oh, obviously. That would make sense. Toy Story. Yes. And they needed to learn about space from the best. The creative and production crew went to NASA for research, hoping to make the film as authentic as possible for an animated movie, at least. I know. They learned about space travel straight from the astronauts and physicists themselves in a comprehensive multi-day exploration of the Johnson Space Center in Houston. They even got to see the original Apollo Missions Control Center, as well as the one being used today to track the ISS, and they got hands-on experience with spacesuits to ensure their digital construction made sense. Wowee. So, if given the chance, would you guys go to space? Hell no. Nope. It depends for me. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, if I had depends. (laughs) Oh, you'd be wearing depends. No, I think, like, uh... Yeah, I shouldn't uh, say hell no. Maybe. uh, I don't know. I don't think I'd do, like, the space station type thing. I'm too claustrophobic for that business. But maybe, like... Like, picture, like, just create your own dream space trip. A short orbit is probably what I could do. Because that's just a flight. You just hang on for dear life. It's temporary. <laughs> I know I'm, I'll be back home that night. You know? But James will you? gripped his chair when he said that. Yeah, in space. Problem. Have and you then, seen Gravity? No. I, I'm not going to watch that. It's the most upsetting <laughs> movie ever. Wait, is Gravity the one with... Uh... Sandra Bullock? Yes, I have seen it. I saw part of it. Our homeboy just floats I, away forever and ever. I saw enough to know I don't want to watch <laughs> that, that movie. Oh aged me prematurely. God, the stress. Mm-hmm. You just float away until you run out of air, or you starve to death. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll definitely run out of air first. Oh, cool. Sounds great. God. <laughs> Sounds horrifying. Well, also a different topic. Do you know that? You know this, Ash, because you're a psycho and you love mountain climbing for some reason. But on Everest, Mount Everest, there's a bunch of dead bodies up there from uh, like, the everyone 30s. Everyone knows that. Yeah. From, no, from every year that anyone's ever climbed it. So here's the best part about that. These rich assholes are climbing up the hill just passing dead bodies. Oh, yeah. Knowing They're that- not like right on the trail. 
usually. But they're close. But they are around. They're around. Yeah. James, this is a topic I know a lot about, and mm-hmm. you are venturing into stepping on a Sherpa. On a green booted corpse right now. Okay. Well, just, okay. I'm just like, you know, reminding you that space is going to, it's, it's a similar thing. If you die in space, your stupid body is floating around forever. (laughs) (laughs) Just. (laughs) How many dumb bodies are, probably not a lot, right? No, probably not a lot. I don't know. Oh, for sure. Are there though? There have to be. There have to be, right? But who's died in? I don't know space. I mean, besides movies, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, but, yeah, there's a few things with that. They would never let us know. They no, they they, they wouldn't. And there's also other countries have gone to space. Russia, yeah, the Soviet Union. There's like, a lot of dead animals in space. I will tell you that. Yeah. A lot of monkeys. Right? A lot. Dogs, cats. No, no, not cats. Sorry. Dogs, dogs monkeys, monkeys, insects. All kinds of stuff. Squid. So they're squid just that went. flying through wormholes for eternity. <laughs> Can you imagine? Black holes. <laughs> Strapping a squid in. Yeah, man. Just seeing crazy stuff. Think of how cute the little spacesuit would be. <laughs> Which one? A squid or a, a cat? Squid. A squid. <laughs> it's got cool. all these tentacles. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's, for the for the sake of this episode, let's press... Let's pretend that okay. we're all super stoked. Okay, I'm so no, excited I, to I, go to space. I think it's one of those things I, I don't think I would say no. Right. For me, right I have now, to say yes. the idea of going to space is so foreign to me yeah. that my gut instinct is to be like, nope, never, uh-uh. But it's also never been presented to me. I've never actually, it's never been an option. Maybe if it was an option and... Yeah, and things I, can change. It was more like... Maybe there's commonplace. A, a Tesla shuttle we can all take, and it's comfortable. You can have a cup of coffee. You can do an orbit and come home. That sounds great. But I don't, I don't need to like. I don't think that's ever going to be possible. No. No, it will. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just move right past you. So, here's the truth about space travel that Uh-oh. you don't typically hear. Okay. Here we go. Obviously, the training is intense, to say the least. Yes. You both love confined spaces and spinning, right? All of it. Yep. See, Can't get enough. <laughs> that's, I'm going to be honest. That's I just lost James. The that's the first worst. thing I think of is Me being too. nauseous and claustrophobic. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's I mean, breaker. your favorite Disneyland attractions are Nemo's subs and the, the teacups. teacups. So yeah. that's, this works. So it's those two attractions yeah. flying to space? Pretty much. Yeah, add um, to that the fear of your body, your stupid body floating through space for all eternity. Oh, it's going to get crazy. Don't okay. even, you're going to hear so many things. Wait, <laughs> how did dumbass, what's his name? Phil, Phil? Is it Phil Shatner? <laughs> no. Will. Philium. William Shatner. <laughs> Philium. Is it Philium? <laughs> yes. Philium Shatner. How did that old bastard do this he went to like some kind of sub like he wasn't it was in space space oh did so he what actually does that mean though but go? he actually floated around like a yeah, jerk he floated like a jerk so you can go to like sub orbit subspace <laughs> yeah not not like real space not real space but you can see okay. the curvature of the earth and fun stuff right sure okay so one of the training routines is spending entire days submerged in a giant pool <laughs> Dude, all of my favorite things. <laughs> Practice all the while practicing the mechanical procedures necessary to keep a station in working order. 
I'm, I'm not kidding. I feel nauseous just thinking I about it. I know. It gives me such anxiety. Ugh, you guys are going like to really sweating. hate this episode. Oh, I had so much fun I'm doing cleaning. this. <laughs> Ugh, okay, uh, keep going. Another test is to swim laps while wearing the standard 280-ish pound NASA flight suit. Oh, awesome. I can do that. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> uh, still another test training procedure is taking a ride on the famous Vomit Comet. Yay! Mm. A plane that flies in parabolic arcs simulating weightlessness. It does this around oh. 50 times per session, often uh, earning its nickname. That's how they filmed Apollo 13. Oh, in yeah. The Vomit Comet? Yeah. I thought that they did that in a plane that they would just. Oh, I, I assume that's what you're talking about. No. You said something about a flight. Uh, simulated flight. I mean, oh, that's simulated. like the oh. thing that gives you motion sickness so often is when. Like, yeah. the, your stomach drops. You once told me that. about a flight you guys took back from uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. That yeah. it was like that kind of turbulence for hours on end. Yeah. And it made me never want to fly to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. It is a plane. Oh, it is. It's that. I don't know flight. if that's the same way that they did that. The so vomit comet. Pedestrians yeah. can sign up for that. There's a service that you have to go through some minimal training, but they'll allow average folk to do it. I mean, they film in... In yeah. space. Bunny Have you ears. ever seen the, uh, this just reminds me of the OK Go video? Yes, I mm-hmm. love it. Where they do that. And there's a behind the scenes of how that band filmed it. They do like all day, I think for a couple days. It was just constantly. Brutal. Ugh. How, how they I'm timed it. Honestly, oh my God. feeling nauseous. Well, speaking oh. of hurling. Okay, bring it. Okay. The lack of gravity and low gravity. Uh, keeps the vestibular system in your inner ear from working, meaning your sense of balance is destroyed. When the inner ear can't function in a way that matches what the eyes are perceiving, you end up with motion sickness, which, as we know, leads to puking. Sure does. Though astronauts generally acclimate to the motion sickness, known as space adaptation syndrome, within a few days, other more lingering problems keep other more lingering problems keep puke a constant threat. For one thing, both shuttles and stations notoriously stink. As Chris, uh, as astronaut Chris Hadfield put it, quote, the toilet is right there in the middle of everything. You have up to seven people and it's a tiny little ship. It's like seven people in a camper van with a porta potty for two weeks where you can never get out. Like it's not bad enough. <laughs> you need to add that fun smell don't to it. Don't they have poopery? Yeah, don't they? they? Probably. So what's your tolerance level for crunchy chunks of your and your crew's skin floating around in your face? <laughs> crunchy chunks? I love how of you skin? ask that. Why skin? I don't know what my tolerance is. I don't know that I've ever been hit in the face with someone else's crunchy skin. Okay. Well, when asked yeah, what is know. the grossest thing about living in space, ESA astronaut Tim uh, Time. Wow. I don't know if it's Time and that's a – or if it's a – typo and it's tim time peak (laughs) responded (laughs) quote watching the soles of your feet disintegrate oh because astronauts use the bottom of their feet so rarely almost exclusively when they exercise the soles often uh soften until they become quote like a newborn baby's but to soften the feet have to gradually force off all the hard callous skin built up over a lifetime of walking The skin flakes off bit by bit, clump by clump. After a few weeks, astronauts have to take care in removing their socks, lest they unleash a shower of dead skin flakes ejected into the cabin. Oh, my 
God. That's horrifying. I just... What? <laughs> I mean, I get people have dreams, you know? Just keep your socks on, for God's sake. Or, like, become an engineer. Or Why do you have to be an astronaut? <laughs> why, why, why do we... James is dumb with the entire concept of <laughs> space travel. Like, I, you know, I'm... I'm happy that there's people out there that do these things. I watched a thing the other day about paratrooper school. Uh-huh. Where these these people just jump out of airplanes. It's not for me. No. You know? Like <laughs> Yes, you don't say. The military is not for me in general. No. I am too soft and doughy of a person. <laughs> Let alone like special forces jumping out of airplanes. It's not about your physical soft and doughy. I no. just want to be clear about that because no, you just, just grabbed your stomach when you said it. That no, that's something you. Yeah, I could do something could, about that. Your yeah. spirit is your soft spirit and doughy. Is soft the and mental doughy. fortitude is not there. Well, it's just not there. That's a perfect transition. Yeah. Because my next question for you both was, how's your mental health these days? You feeling I'm, solid? Not ever. Really? <laughs> I would never say I'm solid, but... Is there anyone that does? I I know a few people yeah. that sleep well. They just fall right asleep. Yeah. No no guilt. No anxiety. No anxiety. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean... No. 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 It's <laughs> not <that> great. <laughs> okay, well, okay. When, when COVID quarantine first started, we all got a small little taste of what isolation is like for an astronaut. Oh, yeah. God. Astronauts report struggling with the lack of quality sleep, isolation, loneliness, depression, anxiety, stress, fatigue, mood swings... Inability to concentrate and even PTSD. Wait, can we just so like February? Yeah. Yes. Can, can we just do a quick checklist of all the great things about being an astronaut? Let's go over it. Involves tons of intense math, spinning, vomiting, claustrophobia, claustrophobia skin flex, skin flex, isolation, isolation, depression, 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 smells of farts, smells of farts. Florida and Houston are the two like space places you know okay we're, we're not even no we're not even scratching the surface of that so far that foot callus it's not yet. one of those that like speak <laughs> yeah. to me bring it bring it give me more <laughs> so it's it's just plain hard to work a full day in which any failure can mean death then yeah. go to bed without your loved ones not sleep and repeat the same thing over and over perhaps hundreds of times in a row now th- and there's different versions of this because I assume you're talking about like the space station, for example. It's kind of uh, pulled from all the different experiences. Yeah, because there's different types of vessels and how claustrophobic is it. The space station is one of the better ones. It's a little more open. I'll just say that when Chris great. Hadfield was talking about being in a tiny little tube where there's a porta potty in the middle, that was the space station. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's like hundreds mm-hmm. of hours of youtube clip i think they do a lot know, of space it's so station. good it's great i mean i for, there was a time where i got obsessed with the space station you know how i get weird yeah. into things that was one of them um with no like personal <laughs> need to ever do that in my life <laughs> i just remembered when you you told us recently that you'd gotten really into horses <laughs> dude and right before that it was hasidic jews that's right orthodox jewish culture <laughs> What's the thing I'm into right now? Well, motorcycles, but that's like the thing I'm doing. Provincetown, yeah. Massachusetts. That's one. Because we're, <laughs> we're going to Provincetown, Massachusetts. Yeah. 
Have we told you about this? Yeah. That it's the gayest town in America? Right. Maybe it's um, it's like the top five gayest towns in the world. So James has been pretty I've deep. been like deep in it. <laughs> Just like getting into it and what bars to go to. And he like, asked me if he should bring his jean cut off shorts. Yeah. And I said, yes. Yes. All these like, I'm going to go for a walk, Ash. And you're like, okay. Again? I like, you just got back. Do from you a need walk. your booty shorts though for that walk? I'm like, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> boots, 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 boots. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Uh, well, James, how much do you enjoy being able to hear things? Like having the like sense of hearing. The sense of hearing. I'm pretty into it. <laughs> Your fan. Yeah, I could do without. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, between that and sight. I think we've all decided Yeah, you could burn my ears off before I'd want to lose sight. Yes. But yeah, well, I'm a music person. I, I really like hearing. Well, you might go deaf from the noise and or right? suffer from tinnitus for the rest of your natural life. From what noise? Well, it's true that space is indeed a vacuum and without the air to vibrate, there is no sound. Mm. And in space, there is nobody to hear you scream. It's completely silent. However... The interior environments or spacecraft are, quote, insufferably loud. Right. Loud enough to partially deafen astronauts. Space stations like the ISS are an ecosystem of mechanical and digital parts, rotating, vibrating, and whirring constantly. All day. Even in the living quarters of the ISS, far from the scientific instrumentation at the heart of the Mm. operation, it can be up to 75 decibels, think a vacuum cleaner or an average radio running endlessly. Oh, my God. The CDC warns that prolonged noises over 70 decibels can damage your hearing. Mm -hmm. That's not that much, by the way. No. And if hearing loss doesn't bother you, let's add space blindness to the mix. Space what? No. What does that mean? Yep. Uh, I mean, your depth perception, the the light, all of the things that affect your vision are completely out of whack, including like your blood that's you know, traveling to and from your eyeballs, your brain, everything is affected. And 60% of ISS astronauts suffer vision problems. Can we talk about humans for a second? (laughs) Go for it. Now, I love the fact that we explore. (laughs) You know, we're people, landlocked folk, and we're like... This is a very fireside chat kind of a thing, James is going. Let's build a boat. What's a boat? (laughs) And you're like, see that leaf floating by? I want to do that, but we're going to get on that. <laughs> what's what's over the the sea? What's over there? And they go, nothing. Just the world stops. And you go, does it though? Let's you go just, check it out. Let's go check it out. I like that about humans. I like that we pushed west. And ruined all the Native Americans. That yeah. Were out first. Mm, kind oh. of a huge bummer. Kind of a bummer. But I, you know, I like the exploration spirit within humanity. I do. I like that we went to space. We walked on the moon. <sighs> That's what but, they say anyway. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do say. They. But there is a part of me that's like, huh, the ocean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, not for me. We that's don't. That you're. We, we don't belong. We don't there. belong there. No. That's the thing. You know about how humans. I know we don't belong there because we can't live there because you die you die yeah we need to create like little floating towns basically Uh uh-huh and then we pretend we belong here yep i'm an ocean guy no you're not you're a 
ship guy. Yeah, this isn't Waterworld. We this don't is, have gills. No, not yet. Waterworld is actually going to come into this in a little bit. Mm. Underrated movie. <sighs> is it? <laughs> it's so bad. But it it sh- it could have been so great. Missed um, opportunity. Well, James and Sarah. Yeah. How much do you like working out? Not at all. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> I am. Okay. I don't at all. Yeah, not big fan of it. Why do you ask? <laughs> Why do you ask? Speak for yourself. Yeah, speak for yourself. Uh, astronauts have to exercise for three hours a day to combat the muscle loss and also intracranial pressure increases due to microgravity. Yes, uh, that's right. They actually shrink when they get back home. We're not there yet. Okay. We'll that's get there. Thing. And that doesn't include the donning and doffing of your 280-pound spacesuit, which takes 45 minutes to put on. Neat. Too all bad. This is so cool. <laughs> Man. Too bad all of that exercise Bye. won't do much to help you sleep. Right. We all know how important sleep is. Mm-hmm. But you won't get much of that anymore. No. Because describe how they sleep. Have you ever seen how they do it in the space station? Not really. Keep, I, yes, keep in mind, but I don't remember. They're just floating. Yeah. There is no, oh, I can't wait to lay down and feel gravity. No, they're just stupidly floating like a dumb hot dog in space. <laughs> so they have to zip themselves up. Oh, yeah. And just control them like floating in this stupid pod. And then they just close their eyes. And that's sleeping. Yeah. What? So Oops. there is no, like, you don't feel that like, oh, God, I'm laying down finally. Right. You don't have any of that. Nope. Uh, and there's the aforementioned constant noise. Uh-huh. Uh, for another, there are the flashing lights that astronauts see when, even when their eyes are closed. Yeah. Thought to be caused by cosmic rays passing through their eyelids. Amazing. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, just big no. Um, that, what's the guy? Big no. You said Chris something? Hadfield. Hatfield? Hadfield. Hadfield. He describes how crazy it is that sometimes you'll go to sleep like it doesn't matter what orientation you are when you go to sleep obviously right. there is no up down side it doesn't matter i hate that so you just get in the pod and then you open it and your buddy's talking you upside down <laughs> you're like good morning i hate that what i hate it i hate it everything about it i hate it so much I don't. I and can't here's the other grasp thing I, that. Here's the other thing I hate about being an astronaut. <laughs> it's not like you get up there and you get to like, I'm a gunner when I when I get up there, or I I get to like play with lightsabers or go on a mission or something, or or save a planet or if if I do this calculation, the sun doesn't blow up. It's not a movie. You go up there and you like painfully grow algae and check the moisture level of a bucket and is this slug eating or not oh god how boring you hit and then when they actually do spacewalks it's not fun no. again there's not like you're bouncing around and doing a mission you go and you turn a bolt or like right i'm gonna take this hose and i got bolts that need turning on earth you, you know please open the pod door you plug it in and that's your that mission for good. the day that sounded legit thanks man based on all the movies i've seen oh yeah and if you screw up you, you float die. away and die, away and die. Bye. And you're another dumb body in space 
another dumb hot dog meat tube just floating away. I hate it all. So then there's the sporadic and frequent sunrises and sunsets that wash over the ISS. Sometimes up to 16 per day. How? What? What? Oh, hold on. See? (laughs) What is that? Why? Why would that happen? Is that because something about the earth moving? Uh Uh-huh. You're here. It moves. You know, like the sun. No, I still don't get it, but I'm not going to try to. That's that's what I do with math. I don't know. because you're orbiting... Yeah. Oh. The, something and then sun. So you're. Yeah. James you know, is doing stuff with his hands right now. He's that are sort of explaining to me what's <laughs> happening. Well, all that's BS anyway, because the Earth is flat. We all know that. <laughs> Obviously. Space is just a made-up thing. NASA yeah. is fake. Uh huh. Yeah. So yep. it's all a moot point. Uh, then there's the lack of gravity, which you talked about earlier, sure did. messing up your sleep, which forces astronauts to tie themselves to a wall to avoid bumping uh, around their cabin. Cozy. Cozy. Um, do either of you have cancer? Mm, I have. Sarah has. Not currently. I need to get checked. I've had skin cancer. We have stupid Irish skin. Well, give it a minute, because if you don't, you will. Okay. Oh, cool. Awesome. From all their solar rays or something? Radiation. Why? Astronauts receive toxic doses of radiation every second. Damage to the retina, the thyroid, and the brain, along with the body's most sensitive tissues, is permanent. What's the radiation from? All the The, machines or the... The solar system. Oh, okay. From... From space. Yes. Wait. Hold on. You can't say general stuff like that. (laughs) You get radiation from the solar system? You mean yeah. like the universe? What is that what does that mean? Our sun. So the sun. Sure. I don't think that the I don't I, I'm not an I'm astrophysicist. Not a scientist. Okay, well let's I go back know. to my point. We don't belong there. No, we That's don't. That's so obvious. Right. We have stupid feet. We're supposed to just walk around this dumb planet and poop and fart and Make fires and... <laughs> Go to Starbucks. We garsh and garsh, and then we die. Well, to your point, here on Earth, our atmosphere and our magnetic shield team up to shield us from the vast majority of cosmic radiation that comes our way. Right. Okay. Because we're supposed to be here. In space, astronauts spend the entirety of their time beyond those two barriers and so are constantly exposed mm-hmm. to cosmic radiation. Got it. Roughly as much as survivors of the atomic bombs at Hiroshima <sighs> and Nagasaki. Sounds wow. Fun. Cool, 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 cool. Astronauts face up to 2,000 millisieverts, the unit measuring biological damage as caused by ionizing radiation, due to constant bombardment with high-energy protons and ions. Neat. As stated, these levels are similar to those experienced by atomic bomb survivors. Studies have suggested strong links between this radiation and multiple types of leukemia and lymphoma. NASA, for its part, has been continually reevaluating ways to limit exposure, including shortening ISS stays by the more at-risk astronauts. And if that's not scary enough, an unanticipated solar flare, which could happen at any moment, produces fatal radiation doses in minutes, even through the walls of spacecraft. Neat. No, thank you. Man, sign me up. I can't wait to be an astronaut when I grow up, says the dumbest kid ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, all those dumb astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was hitting things with wooden sticks when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> They're like saving the planet. I don't know. Or, you know, looking at Algae. the moisture level of buckets or whatever it was you said. <laughs> I don't know what they do up there. <laughs> Painfully growing algae was my favorite. I mean, do they like? Okay, so let's just for a second. I mean, in all the areas, I know NASA created a lot of things we use. Velcro being one of them, from what I've been told, or something. I don't know. It's not. It's something like that. Post-its. Sure. <laughs> Blankets. <laughs> something. Something like that. But ice cream. Is that one of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sag. I've just heard crazy <laughs> shit before that they created pencils and stuff, and we use them all the time. But like, what are they doing now? What are they doing in the space? Station? A lot of things. What? Name one. What are they doing to save to, to help humanity move forward? Oh, that's not the point, James. It's just about exploration. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm pushing straight past this. I'm all for it. So I just can't do it. This group here in the room, we are known for our stellar rock solid digestive systems, are we not? Oh, we sure oh, are. Yeah. All all oh, three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime examples. Anything. Yep. I'm for sure the toughest stomach of the three. You actually and are. I, yeah, I still. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Not though. great. Well, uh, gravity is what keeps your stomach contents down. Nope. And lets gases escape up. And so, without it, burping oh. is impossible. And <gasps> your stomach becomes one big ball of acid. Cool. Oh. And... While wearing a spacesuit, I have read that a single episode of vomiting can be a fatal event. That sounds accurate. Really? Something I never thought of until I read it. Wow, so I could die just from puking. <laughs> Which is a certainty if I go into space. <laughs> yeah. It's not if, it's how no. bad. Yeah. How often? 100%. And none of us have back problems either, right? Oh, yeah, no, not one of us. (laughs) Not a one. (laughs) Well, here on Earth, gravity helps determine your height by compressing your vertebrae. Without it, astronauts literally grow taller in space. Their spine stretches out from the lack of compression in as little as a few hours. Once returned to Earth, the spine recompresses just as quickly. Ouch. As Korean astronaut... uh, Soyeon Yi put it, quote, both experiences were super painful. I gained an inch in space over the course of three hours and shrank when I returned in the same short period of time. My back pain was crazy oh severe. God. No. So you don't actually, so I got it backwards. You don't shrink when you come back. You grow in space and then shrink back to your normal height. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's Which excruciating. Is very painful. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Weird. And seriously, though, as it turns out, we actually, our bodies really need gravity. Yeah. Don't say. Um, It's not just cosmetic and superficial changes that are caused by a lack of gravity, but serious issues affecting the muscles, blood, and bones. Without gravity to assist it, blood flow in astronauts is out of whack and sometimes even flows backwards. Just going to let that set. What? Backwards? Yeah, what does that mean? Back towards the heart where it doesn't, when it's supposed to be flowing away. That's or awful. Or reverse. Isn't, um, it's not Chris Hadfield. 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 I'm getting the guy from Metallica <laughs> and the McCoy, Hatfield McCoys just completely blended into <laughs> one person. 
Um, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> no, who's the guy that spent the longest amount of time in space? On you're the making space me, You're making me look dumb. I forget his name. He, he like is a governor now or something or a senator. He's the one that has the twin. From Arizona. Yep, exactly. Yep. Really interesting guy. Really cool. But he, he spent the longest consecutive time in space out of anyone ever. Okay. It's something like it's a little over a year, mm-hmm. which is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Flew to the space station and lived there consecutively. And it's only like a rotation of like three months, four months or something they usually do. And he just watched people come and go. Whew. And he like worked out and just did the whole thing. And it was an experiment. See what happens. Long term effects. And they're still monitoring him to this day because mm-hmm. it's not fully clear what all has been done to his body. No, I mean, it will be the rest of his life Yeah, to see what it did. Well, all of those astronauts, not just him, but anytime they come back from one of those uh, rotations, they, they obviously can't walk. Right. They float down <laughs> yeah. in the shuttle and they just... They're just useless. You have to go scoop them up and put them in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> They're just oozing around. Mop them up. Yeah. Little slugs. <laughs> so this this issue yeah. with blood flow due to gravity, most of the time this just leads to puffy, reddened faces and weaker legs. Okay. It has at least twice led to blood clots in jugular veins, mm. which could have easily been fatal. In addition, muscles suffer both from the lack of circulation and lack of use. Astronauts are forced to exercise constantly to keep their muscles from atrophying and even then have to go through one to two month reconditioning programs upon returning. This is also true for bones, which depend on gravity like muscles do, as astronauts are much more likely to get osteoporosis while in space. Cool. More reasons to do it. And there's more. Heck yeah. There's a lot more. Think of any vital organ in your body. Going to space is bad for it. uh, Right. Yeah. I would assume so. And finally, God. let's talk pee-pee and poo-poo. Yes. Both of Can't which wait. are often cited as the two worst parts of living in space. Peggy Whitson, who you might know for holding a slew of NASA records, including most time in space. Oh. Hey, I'm, no, James. Oh, wait. What's it? Who? Peggy Whitson, whom you may know for holding a slew of NASA records, including most time in space. Might be for a woman. Yeah has said that using the bathroom was her least favorite part of life in space. Peeing, which is considered the easier of the two, involves sucking the pee from your nether regions with a machine that then converts it into the water that you drink, a la Waterworld. Uh, I mean, at least that's like... Sucking it from you, though? Yeah, sucking Are we talking it. like a oh, catheter, or is it just like... I would imagine it's like, like a, a shiwi okay. with a vacuum. With a vacuum. I'm picturing that. And is that. that because you can't pee on your own? It's because if you pee, it will go everywhere. Right. Yeah. But the sucking it away, like... Because you have to get it off. Because if, I mean... Okay. What okay. else are you going to do? But you can still have the urge and be able to... To release it. the pee from your body. I would imagine but that... But it would just go everywhere. After time and space, okay. you probably have some pelvic floor dysfunction. I would imagine that too. Okay. But it's not like a catheter. It's just no. A, a, like a vacuum hose. I think so. Okay. And pooping is worse as it involves filling a glorified pot- porta potty pit until the point at which, as Whitson said, quote, you have to put a rubber rubber glove on and pack it down. <laughs> but of course, due to the low gravity, some turds escape the pit and go Neat. rogue, floating about the station. Neat. 
Then the world's best of the best, our pioneers in cosmic exploration, have to play Catch the Turd. God. I'm sorry. This is NASA. Guys, I know. figure out a better figure solution. It out, man. I already have like 25 <laughs> ideas in my head that would be better than that. Rubber glove, push it down. Why don't they That's just solution. shoot it out in space? I think that that would be dangerous to have an open, an opening in space that was constantly flushing like you would like a, a plane. Like, you know, well, depressurize, like depressurizing. They could at least have a second reservoir. Yeah. Like the Put it in the like the litter genies. Right? Yeah. We have litter genies for our cat litter. I think it's you guys a, should it's genius. You should write a letter oh, to NASA. I Why fi- doesn't it just go into a little bag that you twist off I, just I like a out. litter genie? I figured it out. This is how you do it. You don't go to space. <laughs> Good call, James. Uh, so I have the information we were wondering earlier. I have one last sentence. Okay, go ahead. And uh, regarding pooping, as one Reddit <laughs> redditor said, I gotta get this out. Yeah, I gotta get this poop out. No pun intended. As one redditor said, "quote I want to go to space, but I still don't want to have to use a camera in a toilet to learn how to position my pooter for maximum poop before I go." Oh my god! So oh. there's that for you. That is amazing. Now what, James? Okay, what I was gonna say NASA astronaut Mark Van de High completed a single mission aboard the International Space Station of 355 days on March 30th, 2021. NASA astronaut Scott Kelly, that was a guy, Mm -hmm. the twin, uh, NASA astronaut Scott Kelly's final mission aboard the orbiting lab ended after 340 days on March 1st, 2016. So maybe he's... At the time, he was the longest. uh, At the time, and also the longest American. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but Peggy Whitson, she has the record for the most cumulative days. Right. So not, oh, okay. not in a row. Not in a row. But 665 days in space. Oh. <gasps> but so anyway, yeah, he did 340 days. That's awful. Straight in the space station. <laughs> Just floating around, zipping yourself up at night, well, checking on your stupid algae. Final last few things that would suck. No fresh air whatsoever. No. Yep. Food's bad. No privacy. Bad, bad. Too. I mean, you just that. You're eating I don't out of even, a Ziploc I, bag. I gave up at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I would still go. Personally, how long? Yeah, would that's, you go uh, for. What it, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Sarah. What, 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 what are you, what are you talking here, man? I don't know. I'd have to just see what the offer was. Mm. I think you would, you would do similar what I described. Hey, Ash, we have a, a an offer for you to strap yourself in and just go to space for a couple of hours and then we're going to turn around no, and come back. No, I would go longer. So you'd, you'd do the space station, like poop in and pee in and mm-hmm. sleeping. And- I would that, do it. All of that doesn't scare me. For how It doesn't long? bother me at all. It's the know. It's the nausea. Honestly, that is the part yeah, that me makes too. me scaredest. Yeah. And the uh, claustrophobia for me. Yeah. That would get to me. It would definitely get to me. Like, I can't really even think about when I'm on an airplane. It, you, yeah, it I, I usually can't doesn't either. bother me, but I can't really go there. Mm-hmm. I have to just, and I look down, and I yep. just pretend I'm in a little city or something. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, we're going to see Lightyear when it comes out the week that this is airing. And yeah. we're going to be thinking about all of those things, I think. I'm excited. Yeah. My sources were Reddit, heyyouguys.com, usnews.com, Stone Clinic, 
nasa.gov, Listverse, and predominantly an article by George Smith entitled, The Top 10 Worst Things About Being an Astronaut. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That was really funny. Apparently space, uh, one last note, apparently space has a smell. Yeah. They, they've talked about that a lot. Remember Adam Savage was talking about that. It has a smell? It has a smell. It's What's like a, smell? Um, like a, what did you say? It was like burnt toast or something, burnt meat or something really strange. Huh. Yeah. Where is it coming from? I don't know. Same place, those radiation waves are coming from i would imagine that in all seriousness like being in space looking back at earth having that perspective would probably change your life forever oh yeah i don't think you could ever see things the same ever again no that's crazy yeah i i don't know i it scares the living crap out of me but here's a question for you who who or maybe what's the distance is the real question is the furthest someone's gone into space like away from earth right do we know no idea like the space station is not relatively that far mm-hmm. uh, yeah i would imagine it's see earth very much so. it's really big in your window or on the moon i would imagine oh right that's got to be it those crazy cowboy <laughs> mother effers in the early 60s mm-hmm. just strapped themselves in yeah that is badass. That is like the most tough guy shit ever. You remember uh, who were the two? Oh it was Buzz God. Aldrin and who? Uh, D- the John moon? Glenn, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Did you go on the moon? Yeah. Yeah. But Buzz Aldrin was Grandma and Papa's neighbor. Oh yeah, that's right. God, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. he's he like lived a like California a few guy. doors down from them. Yeah. In Laguna Beach. That's right. Yeah. Crazy. I never saw him or met him or anything that's a good but... point ash it must be anyone that's orbiting the moon we're not going to fact check it because this is disney independent but that, yeah. i mean that would true. that sounds right we know some things about some things but mostly we know nothing about everything <laughs> right yeah yep. that's right okay um i also like that there's little robot guys on mars I always find that cute. Uh-huh. They're there right oh, now. Yeah. Little Wally looking dudes. Yeah. Little rovers. Drawing penises. Peeking around. <laughs> As Martians wave to them as they walk by. James lives in fantasy land. Oh, man. One last point on space. Question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is yes. life outside yes. of Earth? Yes. I do too. It just makes sense, right? Mathematically. I don't, I don't think that it's like some weird green alien things yeah but i would not be all that surprised to find out that there's another earth well when you have people in another explain s- i mean what infinity means yeah it's too big for us to be the only living things in the whole universe this make any it sense. doesn't make sense then people get really crazy with it like uh neil degrasse tyson will make your head explode with his theories on it yeah that like we are the aliens mm-hmm. and it just it good just goes round and round like that's what infinity is and that it you know kind of like battlestar galactica if you've ever seen that yeah not to ruin the show should i ruin the show no no okay i won't ruin it that's a wild ending we'll just say that i never finished it oh man that ending blew my brain apart Uh-oh. it's like oh my god <laughs> that's what that is <laughs> 
Alrighty. We would like to recommend some things for you to do, watch, hear, whatever. Smell. Smell. Absorb. Oh. Digest. We did talk about, we're going to recommend snacks going forward. Oh, uh, yeah. I have one. Okay. Okay. So I am going to recommend the show that I think I recommended last year or whenever it came out, Love on the Spectrum. Yes. But they have a new US version. Oh, cool. It's just a good reminder for me anyway about I don't know empathy and just remembering that people are different and that they all everybody has the same kind of wants and desires and there's at one point somebody says that she feels trapped that she can't get her voice out like Ariel and is it spectrum like autism spectrum yes And there's definitely like a a variation in the severity of these people. But, you know, by the end of it, the last episode, I was full on crying. Mm. Um, It's so good. And usually stuff like that makes me really uncomfortable. I don't like reality TV at all. Mm -hmm. So bear that in mind. I'm not recommending reality TV. I hate it. This is really good because it is it is reality TV for sure, but it's also yeah. a little bit of a documentary. You kind of learn about something that, unless it's in your life, you don't know anything totally. about it. And totally. I think it's really important that we do know more about it. It's funny you say it. I, someone, um, no, it was one of the Try Guys dudes was talking about living with a disability. Mm-hmm. And then the, the general topic was people in America, because they're Americans, that live with disabilities. People that are um you know forced to live in a wheelchair their whole life yeah one guy who has no use basically no use of any of his limbs oh, God. and he has his whole life and yeah. he's 40 something years old and and it was like a subtopic about the pandemic and mm-hmm. how people with disabilities were treated just terribly that yeah. you know people there are so many people out there that need help yes you have to have someone come to your house clean you feed you give mm-hmm. your medicine to you make sure your power's still on all of like necessity stuff and because of the pandemic a lot of people refused to show up right they weren't allowed to show up yeah really scary it was a really that scary time for a lot of people definitely like yeah people are, need oxygen and power mm-hmm. like your power cannot go out of this house right. can't happen right not an option so they have a bunch of backup servers and, yeah. and batteries and but then they still have to have somebody oh. who can service those things. Yeah, if they, right. Yeah. Anyway, they remind well, me of that. I definitely recommend it. It's called Love on the Spectrum. And there's, a, I believe it's Australian, the first season. And then this one is the US. Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Cool. It's very good. Um, and while you're watching it, you should be eating the brand, the Franz brand molasses cookies. Yes. I brought those that over like once. That sounds like something I would like. Oh, th- you those ones? It. Uh-huh. That's why. I... Got them again. Can't stop. I can't stop eating them. I keep eating here? half of one. <laughs> I don't have them oh. with me. I no. got so excited. You saw my face, too. I also said I was oh, going to start bringing snacks, and then I didn't. Well, you came from work, to be fair. I did. I came straight from work. I'll forgive you. I could have brought snacks from work, but okay. I'm sick of all of it. Well, that's a good pick. I'll definitely check that out. My turn? Yeah. Okay. I'm actually going to do two. And they're kind of similar. 
there's a speed theme. And I don't mean the drug. LSD? But I mean the adrenaline drug, bro. Like, feel the need for speed. And the first one is the obvious Top Gun, Maverick. The okay. second... <clears throat> what a follow-up movie. Now, if you're not a communist and you believe in freedom and flying <laughs> and going Mach 10, then and, this is a good movie for you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty rare that when they remake a classic movie. Not remake. Childhood, or not not remake, yeah. sorry. A follow-up. Right, yeah. a, a, a sequel. It's very rare that they get it right. It's almost never, right? Yeah. And it was great. We all had a great time. It was great. It was absurd. Mm-hmm. One of the formulaic is all heck. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I read a review that really like clearly defines this movie. They said it was one of the most impressive cinematic experiences in film history, but the story was preposterous. That's how they put it, and that is so entirely accurate. It was a great time. Super funny. It, I mean, go in with like. A light-hearted, it's super campy. It's Top Gun, for yes, Christ's sake. exactly. Don't, you know, I've heard a lot of people go in there thinking it's one thing and being let down. Mm-hmm. No, they, they know their brand very right. well. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. It was hilariously fun. Okay, that's the first one. Second one, um, I started watching this on the plane for some reason. I, got, I have plane watches, don't I, Ash? Yes. Peaky Blinders is one of them. Oh. But that isn't my pick. That is a great show, though. Okay. My pick is in theme with going fast. Oh, I know what this is. And that is F1. The mm. the Netflix series about F1 racing, Formula One mm-hmm. racing. And hey, look, I'm not into race car driving. No. It's not like my sport. We got super into it too. Did you? Yeah. It was like a COVID thing. Uh-huh. A lot of people got into the show, so I'm kind of late to it. But I'm obsessed. And the, you know the, the stories of each individual driver are really well done Mm -hmm. you just get super hooked into it totally and as far as racing is concerned it is arguably the best of them like the indy 500 um nascar all that stuff it's a circle Mm -hmm. which is one type of there's skill to that for sure because you're just going as fast as you can it's typically one speed one gear Mm -hmm. and it's just about positioning right f1 they go from 10 miles per hour to like 200 miles per hour right and it's left rights and it's it's typically like through cities through cities right yeah. they'll use like monaco mm-hmm. as, a, as a course or, or whatever um and the cars are insane they're like porsche lamborghini right. like the top of the top brands and they still do like the pit crew stuff and they the pit crew stuff yes and, and that's like a huge part of it uh-huh um and the other thing is the the steering wheel do you yeah, notice that so they're Tiny. crazy, and they look like 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 a go kart. Uh, they no, look like the a word? game controller. That's, thank you. They look yeah. like a game controller with like a bunch of buttons and. Yep. I have no idea what any of that crap well, is. When you're going that fast, you can't take your hand down. No. That would be my guess. It has have you seen how they sit with... in it? Yeah. They're they're like almost laying down. Yeah. It's like reclined. It's like the opposite of the people becoming cars uh-huh. in the theory. <laughs> yeah. Where they're face forward. I cannot think of that. It makes me so uncomfortable, uncomfortable and anxious. This is, this is your official reminder to tell your Jay. guy, Jay. His son is obsessed with cars. And oh, okay. Like cars in general, also the franchise cars, uh-huh. Disneyland, Cars Land. Cars Land. 
and he he's made comments to Jay about how he wants to be a car. Yeah, uh-huh. and I told him, tell him he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His dreams can come true. Okay, so those are my picks. Sweet. Go fast. Uh, my animal hero of the week was going to be Laika, the original good girl in space, the dog Aww. that was sent to space. But um, I got way too bummed out reading her story. I mean, yeah. I've already read it before, but it was just too upsetting. So I just, what, I literally stopped. What era is Laika? Uh, in the, the race to space. Yeah. So yeah. late 50s, something mm-hmm. early 60s. Yeah. So my animal hero of the week is just all of the living creatures that were jettisoned into space. Oh, oh jettisoned. That's such a good word. Yeah. It's it's really bad. I can't even. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. So A lot of the primates had it pretty bad. <sighs> but Those squid? Those chimps, squids, cats, dogs. I don't think a cat has been to space. Here's the thing. That would be a nightmare. Can you imagine putting oh. a cat in a, like a space? <laughs> right. Like a dog? Face off. You can be like, stay. Yeah. Come here, buddy. Good boy. Yeah. Here's something to occupy your mouth or whatever. Uh, cats? No. No. I can't get my cat to eat their own expensive cat food. Right. Yeah. Or to sing to them. You can't touch them. No. Unless they want to be touched. That's right. Yeah. Try strapping them in a There's shuttle. There's no way. You'd have to sedate them and then they just wake up in space. Is there any estimate how many animals have been shot into space? I, I did get to that, but I I had to stop. Yeah. It was a, it's a bad one for me. I couldn't do it. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Dozens? Hundreds? Thousands? Millions. Millions? <laughs> There's a million dead cats just floating around. Again, no cats, No James. cats. <laughs> Rats. Definitely. <Hamsters>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ferrets? Well, yeah, here's to you, animals in space. We love you. We salute you. We do. Anything else? All right. Well, let's let these people go. Hey, yeah. thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you real soon. soon. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. That was kind of Darth Vader-ish. I know. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.